You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast, hosted by Craig Forstall. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Best Sports Guys podcast. I am Craig Forstall. You may know me from Twitter as at that underscore sports underscore guy. But today it is all about Fresno State offensive lineman Cyrus Tutelli. Cyrus, what's going on with you? Thank you, Craig, for having me on the show. Um, No, it's pretty good, man. I'm just enjoying the time I'm off right now with the family and, you know, just resting up my body from this weird season we just had absolutely and you said you're back home and i'm going to guess that that's chico california what was it like growing up for you in chico chico is a small town up north about an hour 40 minutes away from sac and um for me it was pretty um pretty calming you know it's nothing too serious happens here in chico um you know it's a everyone knows everyone types of basis uh but the one thing, though, that Chico's kind of known for is uh, being a little party school. You know, Chico State be crazy with the college students. Um, you know, luckily, you know, I was away from that, ever, like, my whole life in Chico, really. <laughs> but um, it gets it gets pretty rowdy here during uh, during um, college season. And during the summer, it's pretty dead because they're all, they're all gone. <laughs> and Cyrus, I want to ask you about your family because you come from a football family. Your father is a coach. Your cousin is A.J. Epinesa, a second-round draft pick of the Buffalo Bills. Can you just talk about growing up around the game and your family's relationship with the game of football? Man, football has been there since the beginning, you know, and I think until fourth grade, um, it was funny because I actually did not like football for my first two years. I hated it. I was too heavy. I had to actually run around the field for days and never got to play for two years and I was just I was really upset with that but um you know I came to love it um my dad's very passionate um and it's just crazy how it kind of how he kind of changed throughout the years you know he was him being my coach my mentor you know always hammering me of you know what's right and what's wrong and always trying to stay focused on the things you believe in and um now I see him you know before I didn't really see you know why is he doing this to me like why like I just want to be like everyone else and go play on the playgrounds or something or play video games. But as I got older and when I got to college, I actually kind of uh, just started thinking like, man, you know, I'm very grateful for what my pops did for me, you know, pushing me all those years about, you know, football is a key. It's opportunity that not a lot of people would have. And, you know, I'm grateful for where I'm at right now. And then, Cyrus, you also competed in wrestling and track and field in high school. Can you talk about all the different sports you played growing up? Ooh. Yeah, you know, we, we had, um, after football season, my dad, you know, he said, you know, we can't just, you know, do nothing, you know, all the off season because off season hasn't started. You know, how about you do other sports, you know, get some interests. So I was like, all right. And one of the sports I actually really enjoyed doing was wrestling because – really got me in shape and maybe lost weight. You know, I never sweated so much in my life in any other sports, never lost so much weight so fast, but it was just, it was a fun experience, you know, just like 12, 15 guys. That's all you have on a team. 
and usually just use all your strength and stamina in one match and you're just tired for the rest of the day. It's insane. Um, track and field, um, you know, I always wanted to try throwing. I always like to watch like Olympic throwers, um, you know, and one of my favorite tackles, you know, Joe Thompson, he was a gold medalist in the shot put. And I was like, you know, let me try this, you know, I want to try this a little bit. And it was, it was very difficult at first. I, the form was really weird. I was like, damn, this is a lot harder than I thought. And I did that for two years. And um, I did I, th- I did a little rugby here too, um, my freshman year. But my dad told me no, because I could have got injured. So he told me no more rugby. And now, Cyrus, I want to ask you, because you were invited to a couple of different all-star games, but there's a story about your invitation to the Polynesian Bowl. Can you take us through what happens next? Yeah, so I, um, the first bowl, the first all-star game that that hit me up and I was really interested, it's called the JPS uh, All-Star Game. And, um, you know, it was also in Hawaii, more or less. It was a week before the Polynesian Bowl. And so, um, you know, I went up there. I We trained at Pittsburgh, uh, California, which is like, say, three hours away from here, from Chico. So I practiced there for a week. And the funny thing is, that's why I met uh, my boy Ronnie Rivers at that All-Star game. First time I really? met him. Really? Yes. So, wow. yeah, it's it's a crazy story. And, uh, you know, sometimes you talk about it like, yeah, man, technically we've known each other for almost damn near five years. Because, you know, he, he I'm not going to lie, he thought I was a little goofy. And he's like, yeah, this guy's kind of like, where are you from? I was like, Chico, because everyone was kind of in the same area. I was only one up north that far. And, um you know, it was, you know, it was a start of a connection, man. And, um, you know, we played there for a week. We went against um, uh, East and West Hawaii and American Samoa. Um, we didn't finish the rest of the games because when we were facing uh, Western Hawaii, I believe, you know, one of our DBs cracked their QB, damn near was knocked down the field. And so the parents didn't like that. So they started bow- uh, like just bad-mouthing our players and, our parents didn't like that. So there was a big brawl. <laughs> so we had to cancel the game. And I was like, damn, never saw this before. <laughs> and then um, they say, go back in the locker rooms. And they say, we're not playing any more games. We're finished. I was like, damn, like that. But he was like, but oh, I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know, it was just a weird experience. I just saw my dad on the way top, just looking down, just disappointed. Like, damn, look at these guys just mm-hmm. fighting, just chilling up there with my uncles you know, eating a hot dog and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to help or anything? He's like, just shook his head. He said, nah. <laughs> and now, Cyrus, let's go ahead and let's move into the recruiting process. What was the recruiting process like for you? Ooh. It was a it was a bit rough at first. I'm not going to lie. Um, no, I was actually a defensive tackle. Um, my, that's why I mainly focused on, because my dad was also, uh, he was a nose guard. So, you know, he trained me to be a defensive lineman. And I, was, I wasn't that bad. And I actually started getting looked at and recruited by some of the schools in the Pac-12, you know, um, I think some in the Big Ten. It's been a while. Then my junior year, you know, I was fully ready. I was like, man, I'm about to screw everyone up. Like, hate everyone. And then I blew my knee out my junior year of high school. Cut my season sh- and, uh, short. And I was not going to lie. I thought my career was over. Cause that's how my dad career got ended was his knee. So, and I was like, damn, you know, 
a lot of, all the schools dropped me because they didn't think I was going to be the same. And, um, you know, I had a really good surgeon, um, had really good PT. I came back strong as ever. And the weirdest part was I kind of converted to offensive line. And I was like, I don't like defensive line anymore. I'm going to become an offensive lineman now. And then later or not, uh, school started recruiting me for offensive line. And, you know, I had a bunch of, you know, calls and meetings with other coaches, you know, in the Mountain West. And I was like, oh, I like the Mountain West. You know, I had a good friend of mine go there to Fresno, to Fresno State. And Fresno State came to me a couple of days, a couple of days after, like, I talked to UNLV. I was like, oh, okay. You know, Coach Grubb came up and, you know, I was like, damn, I never, you know, talked to a coach face to face like this. And when he came down to me and just talked to me, it felt just very different, you know. I felt his conviction, his conviction, his energy towards the program. Cause it was a new coaching program. You know, we, um, the whole coaching staff was brand new and we, uh, I was gonna be part of the first class. And he told me like, do you want to be part of this? I said, you know what? Yes, let's do this. And, you know, you know, I'm forever grateful for coach Grubb. You know, he's the one that gave me a chance and a shot to where I'm at now. And that whole recruiting process was just very difficult too. Cause you know, not a lot of, not a lot of people from my school you know, go to D1. And what they're doing better now is telling kids, you know, what classes to take. You know, I didn't know I was supposed to take um, a, a different language class. So I had to take two Spanish classes. I was like, damn, that's going to be tough because I'm not really good at Spanish at all. And it was either that or French. I was like, yeah, I think I'll do Spanish. And um, yeah, it was, it was just a tough process, but, you know, I got through it now. And right now, the process right now with the whole agency thing and, um, you know, the NFL right now, it's kind of the same. You know, I felt like it was it's kind of the same, just a little bit. But, you know, there's more. It's more risk involved, though. So. <laughs> a lot now, more risk. Absolutely. And, Osiris, you're a multi-year starter at Offensive Tackle, earning all Mountain West Conference honors in 2020. Can you talk about the type of player that you are by giving us a self-scouting report? Oof. You know, you know, I've always, when I first came in here, you know, I was like, you know, I was, I was big and strong, but I tech technical, I was just terrible. And, you know, for me, that just kind of opened my mind up saying, man, I need to get better. And just like to where I'm at now, it's just, I'm just grateful because, you know, Coach Grubb just engraved my mind, like, to have just that mindset, just screw it. Just keep going. Like, you got to do extra, you know. You have to lift more weights than another guy because there's other guys doing it more than you. And I just feel like that, um, you know, the kind of player I am is a player that's always striving, never never satisfied, you know. You know, I was like, like I have all these, like, honorees and, uh, you know, I'm an awards thing or – you know, those, like for me, those are all cool, but really like the main thing for me is as long as I'm getting better, you know, I'm happy, you know, I don't want to have like just plateaued and just be like, oh, I'm satisfied. No, and I'm always striving to get better because, you know, on that next level, it's going to be a bigger jump than I was in high school or college. And, um, you know, I still got stuff to improve, but, you know, that's that's where the fun is, you know. <laughs> You can't just be the same. Yeah, you just can't be the same. And um, like, what's what's the fun of already be already at your peak? You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now, Fresno State 
has a strong program history. Recently, they've produced players like Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, and many more. What has playing at Fresno State meant to you, Cyrus? You know, I didn't know at first, you know, my freshman year when I came, I was like, hmm, why did I come to Fresno State? And for me, playing at Fresno State, what taught me, what also teaches the players is about grit and just going against adversity because my four years here, regardless how good we do, I just feel like everyone still hates us the most. And I love that, you know? And it just shows like whatever, like, I, like don't care what everyone says on the outside, only focus on what we're doing here, you know? There's no excuses and there's no, uh, there's no whining, you know, no complaining. And that's why I felt like I kind of, I learned from Fresno State was, you know, I became a lot tougher uh, human being and as a player. And, you know, I built a lot of connections in Fresno State too. And our community as well is very close to us. You know, the Valley, as we always say, like that green V in the back of our helmet, um, you know, regardless, you know, what situation we are in, you know, they're always supporting us. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I played at Fresno State there. And it's gonna have a, had a lot of memories, man. It's, it's just, it's just sad. It went by way too fast. I'll say that. And now, Cyrus, can you talk a little bit about how this season was different due to the pandemic and the protocols that were put in place to combat COVID-19? Did it feel different? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, like, whoever you are, like, like you can try your best to make it feel the same, but, you know, it was just completely – just one, it was very hard to have all the protocols and follow them, you know, having less than 10 guys in a room, you know, mask up all the time, um, spaced out. We'd be like 10 feet apart, at least in meeting rooms. We were able to have meetings like in the beginning of the season, we were having uh, online meetings because we were still trying to get cleared. And then once we had meeting rooms, we were all like 10, 11 feet apart with mask up in the meetings. And, um, you know, that wasn't the only thing too, like, even during practice when we're not on the field or um, doing team reps or doing one-on-ones, we make sure we're spread it out because, you know, just wanted to be safe. You just never know. Um, you know, this whole year just caught everyone by the storm. You know, I, you know, I try to tell my guys too, like, like, it, yeah, it sucked. It, it was a, it was a grind more than usual than this year, but so was everyone else. You know, everyone was in the same boat. You know, other teams had more um, games than us, but, you, know, you can't complain. You know, we didn't think we were going to have a season, you know, and I was I was upset about that. I was like, damn, I really want a season this year. And, you know, we got I got blessed with the season. And, you know, we got two games canceled this year due to COVID. And, you know, a lot of guys are upset. But I was like, hey, I don't know why you're upset for. You know, we had games. There's other teams who didn't even, like, had a season or their program got cut or something. Like, you know, for me, I just – I enjoyed what we had going you know what I mean like there wasn't a lot there's not a lot there to do with some of the protocols you know other teams we wanted to face early in the season but you know it, it is what it is and then Cyrus let's move to your short-term and long-term goals as they relate to football for my long for my short-term goals um you know for me is really to enjoy the game of football you know because football is a very small part of your life if you think about it in a broad perspective and, you know, 
yeah, I don't know how many years I'm going to have. I'm going to go as long as I can, but, you know, the average the average year in the NFL is like three to four years, so you never know. And, you know, for long term, you know, because of football, you know, I'm going to be the best player I can be, but also to help my family and make sure that they're living a comfortable life and to help others. And now, Cyrus, I have to ask you about the little internet celebrity that you became a couple of Halloweens ago. <laughs> you, were, you were able to get Dwayne The Rock Johnson to share a photo of you dressed as him for Halloween in that iconic black sweater and fanny pack he wore back in the 90s. Cyrus, excuse me, Cyrus, how did you get the idea? And just tell us the story as you recall it. Now, that's a funny story. <laughs> so funny thing is, um, I actually never wanted to dress up like that. Um, you know, I, I always had this idea because in my head, because I'm old, like it may, mainly be old people, you know, they'll come up to me and like, you look like The Rock. I was like, oh, thank you. And I just, and I was like, I have so many people say that. And then, you know, the seniors that year, the seniors and the juniors like looked at me and they said, Cyrus, you have to dress up as this and show me a picture. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I was like, why? I told myself I would never do that. Like I had like, you know, I've got a lot of hair too. And they're like, come on, man, just do it. It's a one in a lifetime opportunity, Cyrus. You know, people would love it. I was like, you're right. And I was like, you know what? You know, they kept convinced, like telling me and telling me. And I was like, you know what? I'll just do it to get, get you guys off my back. You know, like, they were just so happy. It was, wasn't even funny. And, you know, I went to, um, <laughs> I went to, um, I think I went to H&M for the turtleneck. And then they're like, what kind of turtleneck are you looking for? I gave them a picture and they looked at me and they just started laughing. I was like, can I just get the turtleneck, please? <laughs> like, yeah. And they found it, right? And I went to like a thrift store for um, a fanny pack. <laughs> they're like, what kind of fanny pack are you looking for? Show them the picture and they just started laughing. I was like, why is anyone laughing? I'm like, this costume idea. Should have never taken this <laughs> plan. <laughs> And then once I got everything, I got I, I got my barbers like, hey man, uh, I want to cut. I said, what are you trying to get? Show them the picture. Started laughing. <laughs> I said, damn. Well, <laughs> this costume better be worth it. And um, you know, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. I I they said dress it up for us. There was a little day before Halloween that our coaches' kids came and we were going to give them candy because uh, when they came to our cafeteria. And so my, uh, the senior was like, hey, do you have your costume right now? I was like, yeah, put it on right now. I was like, all right. And uh, oh, it was on Halloween, my mistake. But I put it on, coaches just started dying. <laughs> they were crying. I said, well, okay, enjoy my, I was like, yeah, yeah, laugh it up. And they're like, that's probably the best costume I've seen in my life. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And the funny thing about that tweet too is, I didn't tweet that. I didn't even send the picture. It was actually my coach, and he never tagged me on it, so no one really knew who I was. They just knew I was offensive lineman, and um, and then I was just walking around on campus just with that. I was like, "Damn, this is kind of kind of weird." <laughs> and um, there was like this big ass gathering at campus, and it was like um, it's like a little concert low key on on campus, and I went over there. People just too many people just asked me for a picture with them. I said, I'm just, it's just a costume. <laughs> I was like, come on guys, not the rock himself. <laughs> and, you know, when Halloween passed, you know, it was like one or two weeks later, I was going down in the, like 
the campus cafeteria, got some food, went to the cashier and she looked at me, stared at me for like a minute. And I was like, you okay? She's like, you're the rock. And I already had my hair grown. I was like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not the rock. It's like, no, you are. I remember I saw you. I said, God, why did you remember that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to, and then for like a month, people just kept calling me the rock and like, oh, you're that guy. And it, and for some reason, it went on the news too. Like I, I saw my friend send me a thing. And I was like, why is that on the news? There had to be more important things going on that day. Like, <laughs> and, I didn't, and I didn't even know it blew up. Like that, it blew up that day. And I was like, like, sorry, you're blowing up right now. I was like, blowing up in how way and what? Showed me the tweet. And I was like, oh, geez, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> and then the seniors are like, they're just so happy. He's like, you're welcome. You're welcome for what? Unwanted attention, guys. <laughs> now people are calling me The Rock for like a month. And that was just one of the best memories, though, for sure, is just seeing the seniors and my coaches just just enjoying it. You know, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm glad someone's enjoying my costume. And Cyrus, we've spent a good amount of time getting to know you as a football player and diving a little bit into your background. But I have a couple of questions set up for us to get a chance to know you away from the game. You ready to tackle those questions? Of course, man. Absolutely. So the first one, I'm going to start off with you. What's the best restaurant near campus? Ooh, See, a lot of my, a lot of my boys are going to um, disagree with me, but uh, there's like this little Chinese spot. It's like a little, like two minute off campus. It's like, um, it's called China Station. And I get the same thing. Get the shrimp fried rice with the extra beef and extra chicken. And it's just worth its money worth. But my, my friends like, that place is gross. I was like, you just don't know what to get. They'll look at me and be like, oh, okay, same thing. I was like, yep. And then they'll make it like really fast and like, you have a good day. I'll see you again. I was like, yep, I'll see you in two days. And, <laughs> and that, that, that was my favorite place. And, you know, I had a couple of guys try it, try my plate, what I usually get. They're like, you know what? It's not that bad. I was like, yep. Told you, man. <laughs> you just don't know what to get. What's the most memorable or interesting college class that you've taken? Oof. One of them was probably the second semester of my freshman year. I took this geology class and, you know, I thought oh, that's kind of weird. Like, I, I don't know why I got to take that. And then there was a lab part of it, which was even weirder. Um, it was about like rocks, um, fossils and minerals. I was like, what the heck? What am I? I learned this in elementary school, but it was actually pretty interesting. And there was this final exam for uh, that lab. And there was like 50 rocks you got to memorize. They put them on the table. I was like, you got one minute per rock. You got to remember, you got to write down everything about it. I said, what? And there was this other girl in my class who thought could get a better uh, score than me. I was like, oh, really? You think you'll get a better score than me? She's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, bet. I don't I think she got like a 37 or something. She's like, what'd you get? I said, like, ah, 45 out of 50. Eat it. And that was my favorite class. It's just, I like, I don't know, it's kind of, I was competitive in classes like I was on the field. It was just fun. Would you rather live as a normal person in today's world or be king of a large country 2,500 years ago? Ooh. Hmm. Honestly, hmm. 
I think I'll, I think I'll be a normal person, you know, today. Because back in the day, even though you were a king, you would have people after your head. You know, that, you know, people like view kings as, you know, oh, they're the rulers of the country. But I'm pretty sure 90% of the country doesn't like you <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and there's like famine, you know, uh, I don't, you got no toothpaste, no toothbrush. Um, <laughs> there's all, like, it was the plague, <laughs> the bunch of diseases, you know, people like, Oh, we can. We got this witch doctor that can help you heal. And my mind's like, damn, I need to go to the hospital. Wait, <laughs> I don't got one. I got a wizard who claims to be a wizard. <laughs> but if I, but you know, if I if I was a king though, and we haven't found it yet, I'll for sure be the king of Atlantis, for sure. Cyrus, what's a secret or hidden talent? Ooh, um. Some people, for me, uh, you know, I actually, I'm an artist. I, I love, I love to draw. Um, it's been a while, you know, I've been mainly focused on football, but some people kind of, they get a little bit surprised, you know. Oh, wait, I was like, you're an artist? I was like, yeah, you know. Like, why, why do you don't think I'm like that? I, like, oh, I didn't think of you like that. I was like, what? It's just, people just, just assume, you know, I just, do football, but um, no, I used to love to draw. I, used to, I draw pieces for my friends to hang up, and you know, I draw some. I I paint some stuff as well too for like friends, my friends' birthdays, and um, you know, that's something I really loved. Uh, used to love to do. Uh, well, now I got the time. You know, I can I can dabble here and there. Um, yeah, it was. That'd be, yeah, that for sure be mine. And then, last question. If I gave you $100,000, Cyrus, to start a business, what business would you start? Definitely a food truck. Definitely. Uh, Hawaiian barbecue food truck, because I've never seen a Hawaiian barbecue food truck anywhere I've been. Wow, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I just, I just like, that was something I, I thought about. I was like, man, I see a bunch of Chinese food trucks, freaking Italian food trucks, and I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, I have not seen a Hawaiian barbecue food truck. Now that, that's innovation. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is Cyrus Tutelli. Go ahead and pay attention to him. Follow his journey as we move towards the NFL draft. Had a very accomplished career at Fresno State. Looking to build on that as he prepares for the NFL draft. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that is former Fresno State offensive lineman Cyrus Tutelli. Once again, for Cyrus Tutelli, I am Craig Forstall. Until next time, stay safe and be easy. Hey, everybody. Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.